What is up, DGAFers? Today we are talking about body acceptance. A, what does that mean? And also, how do you start your intuitive eating journey or ditch diets if you hate your body? Yeah, if you're in a place where you really just don't like what you see when you look in the mirror, how do you get to a point of accepting accepting it, but also loving it because that can feel like a really, really large gap. And it feels almost like it's not possible, Mm -hmm. especially if you're super critical um, of your body. Now you're just like, I just can't ever imagine just loving and accepting myself for the way that I am because I just have never. Yeah. So that's what this entire episode is about. So we really want you to tune in. We give you a ton of tips to over, not even overcome it, to work through it and to, to start closing that gap, because that's really what you're going to be doing with this. Um, and we want to give you some reasons, at least personal experiences as to why now is the time in your life that we recommend you start doing this. Yes. So reason number one is you want to start working on your body acceptance journey, A, for yourself so that you're happiest. That's number one. But number two, especially if you're like raising young kids, mm-hmm. but also we have a funny story that we want to tell. We want you to start it now so that you're not in your 80s, <laughs> 90s, 70s, whatever age and still hating your body. Because like what, why? Yeah. Yep. And, you know, we we jokingly, not even really jokingly, I guess made a post in our stories last week where we were talking about, okay, you know, if you don't start working on this now, if you don't give up the dieting tools and and get rid of dieting, start learning to listen to your body in terms of what you're eating, in terms of how you're moving, really just working on eating intuitively, moving intuitively. If you're not doing that now and working toward body acceptance, you're working toward becoming that person in the nursing home that's like super worried about whether their jello is sugar free or not and that hit home to me because that's where i was for a long time i don't want to be old and caring about that stuff no i just want to be enjoying life yeah and that's all so so <laughs> i told lauren we have we had to, to put this in this episode because I told lauren this morning you know Obviously, I want to be doing this for myself. That's a huge reason. My daughter is another really, really big part of my why, as we call it. Like, I want her to grow up just loving herself and knowing that she's enough as she is, not having to to ever worry about dieting or worry about food, any of that. I also want my sons to not have weight stigma mm-hmm. for themselves, but also towards women. Yeah. That's one reason That's why I'm doing reason. it as well. So last night, I actually experienced another reason why. So uh, long story made short, I was golfing with my mom in her golf league. I was a sub. And I was riding in the golf cart with someone else in the league. She <laughs> shall remain nameless. Um, but she... <laughs> Stop. I can't. Okay. <laughs> so she is almost 80, like late 70s, I would say. And at one point, I just need to tell you this part because you're going to understand like, like who this woman is. Okay. So she looks at me and and I've never met her before. Brand new relationship here. We're golfing together, nine holes. And on like hole seven, she looks at me and I can't even say it with a straight face. She goes, can you hear me farting when I hit the ball? (laughs) Dead straight. And I was like, "Uh, no, (laughs) busted out laughing. And 
she's like, oh, okay, good. I was very, I'm very embarrassed about that. I'm very embarrassed. And I was like cracking up. Like, why are you bringing this like, up? Like, no, I can't hear you farting. And then she looks at me again. She goes, well, don't listen for it now. <laughs> You're like, well, now I'm like definitely now, listening for it. Yeah. That's like, it's like a, a train wreck. Like you don't want to watch, but you can't help it. So you have to. So that, that's, that was where we were at. So it was super cold on the golf course also. And I made a comment like, I don't know, halfway through after the farting comment, <laughs> after that conversation was oh, long gone. And I was like, man, I'm, I just can't wait for summer. Like this would be so much better if we weren't freezing and I weren't wrapped up in my daughter's blanket on this golf cart right now. And she looks at me and she goes, oh, I am not ready for summer. I'm like, why? Like, you know, who doesn't like summer? Why not? Right. She goes, I have to lose at least 15 pounds before summer. And I'm like, okay. And, and I, at that right. point, like we, I did not launch this whole conversation. Um, and I'm sure she's not on Instagram. She won't see this. No. Maybe who knows, but the whole point being that hit really, really deep for me because it was like, at what point, at what point does all of this dieting bullshit end? If you don't make the conscious choice to start healing your relationship with food and with your body. And it doesn't. If it doesn't. You, it doesn't. That's that's a huge red flag. And that was super eye-opening for me last night because, you know, she's she's almost 80 years old and she doesn't want it to be summer because she needs to lose 15 more pounds before she's going to be comfortable in the summer. And I'm like, who wants to be worrying about that? A ever. 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 But when but you're especially when you're 78, yeah. 80 years old. You don't want to do that. Shit. You don't want to be doing that. <laughs> so we wanted to share that story here because if you need a reason to start listening to your body, to heal your relationship with food, to really take that step into the almost said the dark side, but I feel like it's the light side. The light. The light. The end of the tunnel. Step into the light. (laughs) Step into the gray area. Yay, the gray is fun. That's what I want to call it because diet culture wants us to believe that everything is so black and white and right or wrong and this or that. And intuitive eating is not. It's Mm -hmm. just listening to your body, eating what feels good, what sounds good, moving when it feels good, choosing workouts that feel good and sound good. It's just living in that that gray area. So if you need a reason to step into that, let this story help you. Hopefully this helped. And if you're farting on golf carts. Well, that's what I said to Jenna after she tells me the story. I go, wait. I go, she's... (laughs) She is less embarrassed to tell you that she basically was shitting her pants at every hole. Like she could tell you that, but she needs to lose 15 pounds in order to like be okay with summer. Yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> okay. So really what we want you to get from this is think long-term. Think long-term. And I know it's hard when you're like in the right now where you're like, well, I just need to lose five more pounds and I'll be happier. And you know, I don't like my body, so I want to change it and all of these things. And it's like, let's think big picture for, for a second, like you losing whatever amount of weight, doing whatever kind of diet, um, looking some certain type of way right now. A, is that really going to make you happy? Right. It's not. Um, it's not. And we've both been there and we share a a lot about that in this episode as well. Yes, it's not. And then also you're going to just end up back where you started anyways, because that's just the cycle of dieting. And so like how, like John said, like how much longer can you take of this? Yeah. Of this punishment? Yeah. I mean, dieting, dieting is proven to cause weight gain. Yeah. So just let that sink in, listen to this full episode, and hopefully we can, can bring you into the gray area with us. All right. 
Let's do this. Welcome to the Demand Growth Act Fearlessly podcast brought to you by Lauren Mayer and Jenna Lockhart. You guys, we are just two average girls who realize that the only way to truly live an exceptional life was to fight through our fears and never give up on our dreams. So when you hang with us, you're going to hear it all. The good, the bad, the the ugly, and everything in between. As our loyal listeners, you're going to be known as a DGAFer, like don't give a or get it. <laughs> oh, but really, we want you to think about this because you're one of two types. You're either a DGA effer who doesn't realize the importance of living a life of growth or change, or you're a DGA effer who doesn't give a what it takes to reach your goals. Our hope is that we can turn you into the latter if you're not already there. What if I hate my body right now and I'm venturing into the idea of I hate my body because I've tried to either shrink it for so long and either has never or I have shrunk it in the past and then gained it all back. And I'm in this constant like critical state and I literally can't even look in the mirror because if I do, I'm just going to rip myself to pieces and hate what I see. How in the fuck am I supposed to do intuitive eating when I can't even bear to even look at myself? Yep. And you know, I think this is a a nice topic to bring up at this point because we've talked so much about body love and body positivity, but like how do you can't just go from like hate to I love my body. Like it's not this light switch kind of thing. And Even when you do start your intuitive eating journey and you're making peace with food and you're learning to listen to your hunger cues and your fullness cues and all of that, the body positivity is not going to be this overnight miracle Mm -hmm. cure. No, it's definitely something you're going to need to work towards. And one of the questions that I personally had also for myself when I wanted to like not diet anymore and then we looked into intuitive eating was but I'm like, so still unhappy with my body. Like, do you have to like, kind of like it (laughs) before you start intuitive eating? Because it's very scary when you're in a state where you're like, it need my body needs to look different. Mm -hmm. But then you hear, okay, intuitive eating isn't about weight loss, right? You can't have that goal when you're, when you're starting your intuitive eating journey. Um, And so it's like hard to kind of hear that but then also feel such hatred with your body. And it's like, well, am I ever going to be happy? Because Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm only happy when I'm in that dieting drug stage where you're like starting it and you're all excited because you think you're going to have a dream body and then it doesn't work and you just keep doing that. So I have a question for you. So I want you to think back to that point where you were just really down on your body. Did you have any days that you woke up and you felt good about your body? Yeah, I actually... This is, uh, now I catch myself doing it and and I can snap myself out of it. Um, But before I had days where I would get ready. Yeah. You know, I'd maybe like do my hair that day and like actually put on clothes. I mean, at this point when I was really hating my body, I just had my second son. And even though I worked out my whole pregnancy and I ate quote unquote whatever, like clean. I don't even like to say that, but that's what I was saying when I was pregnant. Um, 
I mean, I still gained weight, obviously, when I was pregnant. Mm -hmm. And then I had my C-section and I thought because I worked out my whole pregnancy that my body would just magically go back immediately, which did not actually happen. Um, And so I would catch myself, though, like looking in the mirror and be like, oh, my gosh, I really like, wow, like my body did a lot and I feel really proud of it. And I feel like... Mm-hmm. I'm liking what I'm seeing. But then not even joking you, like two seconds later, I could walk past the same mirror and be like, ew. Yeah. And that's what I wanted to point out, because I think that's a huge sign that we really want you to be self-aware about. Because if if that's happening to you where one second you're like, oh, like, I, kinda, mm-hmm. I like this. I like how I look. I like how I feel. And then literally, like you walk by the same mirror a few minutes later and you have something negative in your head that's a huge sign that it's it's not about your body. It's not about your weight. It's not about any of that. Mm-hmm. It's about really for me just like how I feel about myself in terms, like not my looks, but like how I, when do I feel the most accepted? Yeah. And for me, I, it, it's been interesting because when I was like in the best shape of my life, quote, quotes, because <laughs> I'm actually in the best shape of my life now and I look nothing like I did when I was in the best shape of my life. Um, but when I, when I, when I think back to that, I'm like, I just wanted to be accepted mm-hmm. and I felt accepted when people were complimenting me on my body Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. for some reason. Yeah. And I haven't really nailed down exactly why acceptance for me comes from like people thinking I look pretty. I'm not a thousand percent sure I kind of would need to dig into that more, but I've acknowledged that I feel or I felt more accepted when people thought I looked good. Yeah. Yeah. And it was scary for me to have that rejection where I wouldn't go out places and people would be like, oh, you look nice. Because I'll be honest, the compliments, and I'm probably like 30 pounds heavier than I was um, before I got pregnant, which whatever, I don't give a shit anymore. But I'll be honest, like the compliments aren't there. Yeah. Not often. Yeah. Um, Like from strangers, Uh which is weird. Why do I give a fuck what a stranger thinks? But like, you know, like you go out some places and like if you were used to getting compliments all the time and then like now no one like notices you. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. But then I'm also like, but I don't need those people's acceptance Mm -hmm. in that way at all. That's a huge mental shift to overcome though. It is. And I feel like for me, what I've noticed is like my negative body image days, the days where I pick myself apart, they're typically on days where like my daughter hasn't slept and I've gotten like three hours of sleep and I'm just freaking exhausted. And it's kind of like this, this rabbit hole of emotions and thoughts that creep in. And it is just, it's very interesting because it always comes back to my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It always ends there. And now, I mean, I'm so grateful that, that, you and I are on this intuitive eating journey and those of you listening or hopefully you're on it with us as well. That's why you're here. But I'm just so grateful for that because it's bringing awareness to the fact that this is all 
Mm -hmm. a bunch of bullshit. Really? Mm -hmm. I mean, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I find too, when I'm very critical of my body, my self care has been lacking. Like what you yeah. were saying, like yeah. not sleeping, like not taking care of myself. I hadn't, my, I still haven't brushed my teeth and it's 3 PM. Yes. I haven't put on yes. something else. It doesn't even have to be a cute outfit. Right. Just something like, other than my pajamas. Like, I haven't cleaned, like changed into clean pajamas. Yeah. Again. Like, or like, I haven't like Literally, I haven't taken a shower in like three days. Yes. Like when I do stuff, which happens sometimes, and especially when you're a brand new mom, like that happens frequently. Yes. Um, you start criticizing yourself. Yeah. And it's not because you're ugly. It's not because your body's awful. It's your self-care is lacking. Yeah. And that's why I say it's a bunch of bullshit because it's, it's not the truth. It's not that you're looking in the mirror and seeing what's actually there. It's like your perception of things is just out of whack. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, think about a time where you've really taken care of yourself. Um, you know, one day where maybe you, you did some intuitive movement and maybe you showered and you got ready and you ate when you were hungry, you weren't ignoring your hunger cues mm -hmm. and you got some free time, you know, maybe like a couple minutes to yourself, like, those days, I can almost guarantee you're not staring at yourself and being like, I'm sick. Right. You're I'm not, gross. You're not picking yourself apart. So just if nothing else, please start to become self-aware of that. Mm -hmm. Of the things you're saying, when you're saying them too, because I know I actually did a post um, about body checking. It was an Instagram reel. And how obsessive body checking is very bad for your mental health. So mm -hmm. if you're constantly taking like progress photos or measuring your body or. Which is, yeah, I mean, full disclosure, y'all, we used to do that all the time. Yeah, it's not good for, no. it's not good for your mental health. But somebody actually commented, which I thought was great and said, yeah, you were obsessed with looking at yourself and picking it apart. But what if like you can't even fathom mm -hmm. being in a picture? What if you can't even fathom looking, you avoid mirrors at all costs. Yeah. Yeah. And to that answer, that's almost, it's not body checking because you're not checking your body, but I can't think of a better, it's like body avoidance, Yeah, you're avoiding. but it's the same. I would say it's the same thought process. Mm -hmm. Like in my head, when I'm body checking, I'm like, I can, I'm, I don't look good. I need to, I can do better. I'm lazy. I like start saying negative things. And by you avoiding those things out of hatred for your body, it's the same, it's the same thing, just different um, drugs, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know Drug, what else to drug say. Drug of it. choice is yeah. different. Yeah. So let's talk about, um, what if you hate your body right now and you've been listening to our podcast or you've been on our Instagram or you've been watching other Instagram accounts or talking to other people who are doing intuitive eating and you're kind of like, I really just dieting is not, <laughs> it hasn't worked for me and I want to do intuitive eating, but how do you start that journey when you hate your body? Because I know I'm not, I feel like I can never love it. Mm -hmm. And so the answer to that is you start with just respecting your body mm -hmm. first and foremost. So self-care, mm -hmm. I mean, start taking care of yourself. Even if it's not, you don't have to like have these eight, this morning routine with like 95,000 things you have to do in the day. Just start with little things that are intentional of you like caring for yourself. And that could literally be like making sure you brush your teeth every morning. Yeah. Like if you're at that level, like, yeah, especially where we were when we first had our kids, that was something that we yeah. could have just easily added in. Another, another thing too, that is huge in this aspect 
is you've got to give yourself permission to eat when you're hungry. Mm-hmm. So you, you've got to let go of the dieting rules. And I know that's hard to do. Um, that's why we, I mean, we have a full course coming on that because it's yeah. really hard to do, but just start really trying to tune into your body. And if your stomach's growling, if you're feeling like you, there's so many different side effects that come with, with hunger when you experience true hunger, but allow yourself to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Eat when you're hungry. Don't let yourself get to the point where you're starving and angry and hangry, yeah. you know, really pay attention to that and feel yourself throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And Also, another way to treat your body with respect is just really think about what makes your body feel good. Mm -hmm. Is going on a walk, like, does that make you feel good? Like, do that. If eating certain foods make you feel better, then make sure to eat those foods throughout Mm -hmm. the day. Um, Just little things like that. Like, think about when you treat somebody else with respect, like, what are you doing Mm -hmm. to treat that person with respect? Do the same thing for yourself. How are you talking to that person? Yes. You're not going to call him a lazy piece of shit. No. If you're respecting that. No. Like you're, you're being, not. <laughs> if you're being respectful, you're not going to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, if the thought comes up, acknowledge it. Um, and then, you know, really tell yourself like, hey, it's just a thought. It's mm-hmm. not, that doesn't mean it's true. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times, and that's where body dysmorphia comes in, is we think what we're seeing in the thoughts that are in our head are, are Bible and the truth. Yeah. But they're not because I even know from my personal experience, I have, I save like all my pictures. I have so many freaking pictures um, on my phone. It's insane. And I have progress pictures. Oh, just pictures of just like my whole dieting experience, I feel like. And so I was scrolling back one day, just bored. And I got to the pictures where I was really bad, like really in the depths. Was this like your fitness competition? My fitness competition days, like obsessed, obsessed, obsessed. And oh my God, I look at those pictures. I'm like, holy crap. I look like I'm literally about to die mm-hmm. any day. Drop dead. Like I just look so you, sick. You look starving. I look starving. Like I look ill is what I mean. Not like, I'm not trying to be, be negative, but I look ill. And, but the interesting thing is when I was taking those pictures, I didn't see that. But you were not even that you didn't see that you were. I was still, still trying to figure out how I could make the my body better, better. Better, smaller, more fit, more, more toned, more less lean. skin hanging, even though I had none. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was still critiquing it. And now I look back, I'm like, oh my God. And then I look, then another interesting thing is I'll look back at pictures before I even did that fitness competition. Um, when I was more of like a normal-ish weight, mm-hmm. I still was, you know, not where I am today, but I was normal-ish weight. And I remember when I was in the fitness competition days, looking back at those pictures and thinking I was humongous. Yeah. I was like, yeah. wow, I was so overweight. Holy crap. And now I look at those pictures. I'm like, I was literally a twig. Like what is wrong? Yeah. Like, and yeah. that's, that's what I'm trying to get across is your thoughts aren't always true. Your perception and what you're seeing isn't always mm-hmm. correct. Yep. And, and body dysmorphia, that's a, a, a sign of that. If you have ever like looked back at your own photos and thought, "Man, like I wish I I looked then like or I look I wish I looked now like I did back then when I thought I was fat." And I know that's something that we mm-hmm. we tend to kind of joke about and I wish I was wish I looked as fat as I thought I was in high school or something like that. And it's like that is a, a red flag because if you were very unhappy in that moment, you're not You just that's just a sign that it's never 
You're, it's never enough. It's never enough. And it's also not about your body. Yeah. Um, another thing that I think somebody on Instagram pointed out, I can't remember who it was, but they said not even like looking back at pictures from like a long time ago, but sometimes people, which I have done from like two days ago. Yeah. Like I'll see a picture or we, we did a video or something, you know, and we posted it and I'm like, wow, I looked really, really good. And yeah. then I'm like, oh, I wish I still looked like that. It was two days ago. You still look like that. Yeah. Like, oh my God, you don't look any different. Yeah. Yeah. But you think in your head, well, I had Oreos and I had ice cream. So there's no way I can look mm -hmm. like I did a week ago. Yeah. That's another thing of body dysmorphia mm -hmm. and then your perception's not correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So body acceptance, and I want to talk about the word body acceptance. So you're on Instagram and you see hashtag body positivity and all this stuff. And you're loving the accounts because you see people in bodies that look like yours, which I think is very helpful. I do too. And I think it's great that as a society now, we're kind of shifting into that. Like a lot of ads are having yes. body positivity and all of that. I recommend if you are really hating yourself, go follow accounts where people look like you. Mm -hmm. Um that's been huge for me looking at when I see a body type on there, like a girl and she has the same body type as me. I'm like, Oh yeah, I don't know what it is. I'm like, I'm not this crazy person. Like, and then I always think the girl looks awesome. Like, yeah. She's beautiful. And it's, it's very, very helpful. Um, but also if you're doing that and that person who's in your body type is talking about how much they love their body and, and all of that, like, don't get discouraged because you are capable of getting there, it's a process. And we have to start with respecting it, accepting it as it is. Mm -hmm. um, and then we can really build that relationship with your body up through healing. Yep. Yep. And, you know, on the opposite side of that spectrum, if you are following accounts that are promoting intentional weight loss or before and after photos and, and, I mean, there are a ton of people that are doing that mm -hmm. and that's where they're at in their journey. And for you, if you don't want to be there, if it is causing you any kind of, of negative feeling, unfollow that person. Let it yeah. go. Yeah. And the one thing for me that I had to stop that was super triggering is when I saw people in my body Try, shrinking their body, trying to make it smaller. like it wasn't good enough. Yeah. And I think too, I mean, God, you and I did fitness coaching for however long, yeah. a while, a few years, not yeah. that long. No, not that long, but it felt, felt know, long. long. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think back and now I, I, even on my personal account, I've never, I'm on that, but occasionally I'll creep on some of the people that we used to coach with. And I just see like some of the before and after photos. And I'm just like, you guys, like when you're posting a before photo mm -hmm. that I think is absolutely stunning and beautiful, like, how does that come off to someone who, who isn't your body size and your before photo? That as well. I mean, yeah. that's huge. Like, and you're sitting there bashing yourself. Like that is sending such a negative message out there. So unfollow, 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 unfollow. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times I will see those transformation photos and their post is all about like, it's not about the weight. It's about my habits. It's about doing healthy this and that. It's like, then don't post a body transformation. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like if you really want to talk about habits and shit you're doing, that's not weight related. Stop standing in a fucking bikini and having your before picture and saying, 
I could no longer be in that place right. anymore. I had to change my habits. Like, Come what on. place? Right. What fucking place are you talking about? Right. Like, a place where you're actually, like, four sizes smaller than I am right now? That right. place? Like, but, like, what? when they're posting the transformation photos, that's where my head goes. Is like, okay, so you hated your body and you're saying that you were in the worst place of your life because your body looked like that. Now it looks like this and now you're happy. And that might not be... The yeah. truth behind their posts. Right. But, but when sub- they post that, that's what people think. Well, subconsciously, it's what we've been conditioned to think. Like if you, ch- if, if whatever you were doing helped you mentally transform something or even helped you physically, like maybe you're stronger now or maybe you, you can sleep better. I don't know. Maybe some physical things did change for you. Stop posting your body. Yeah. Doing that. Yeah. Like it's sending the wrong, the wrong message. But anyways, we're getting off on a tangent, but unfollow those people if it triggers you, which it probably does. Yeah. I mean, clearly it still triggers us. Yeah. (laughs) I get so angry. I get so mad. Yeah. Um, also another thing, like if you're really in like a hatred stage, talking about Instagram, um, ignore the explorer page. Yes. I saw this tip once. I don't remember where I saw it, but they were like, you know, the Explorer page on Instagram, if you're not sure, it's like that little, like, the, sir, um, the magnifying, glass. magnifying glass where you can just go and there's just accounts that come up, like, based the off of what you you've, like. you've liked before. And if you were in diet culture liking all these transformation photos, I, we still have them oh, everywhere, everywhere on our Explorer page. Thank God they don't, I mean, they trigger me in terms of, like, I just want to reach out to the person and shake them, but they, it doesn't really affect me, mm-hmm. like, as bad as it would have in the past. You got to avoid that. So only go through your feed, mm-hmm. meaning like whoever you follow, yeah. that stuff's going to pop up. That's yeah. okay. And I, I'm going to throw an account out there that I want you to follow um, if you if this conversation is resonating with you. So go follow Meg Boggs on Instagram at Meg, M-E-G dot Boggs, B-O-G-G-S. And I just, I love her. She mm-hmm. is a plus size um I would say influencer. She's an author. She wrote the book Fitness for Everybody. And it's just, she's amazing. Like she posts workouts and she is the, such a badass. I just think she is beautiful. Yes. Beautiful, beautiful. And just such an inspiration for all of us. So go follow her. Yeah. Follow more accounts like that too. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. So if you're in the hatred phase right now, I would we would recommend start doing some self-care, little things here and there. Um, remember, respect, respect. How would you respect somebody else? Let's try to start respecting your own body. And then let's start the intuitive eating journey. And you, Newsflash, like almost every human that starts their intuitive eating journey doesn't like their body. That's the right. reason they're doing intuitive eating. Right, right. It's to just heal from dieting, heal from all and, of that. And even if you see someone who's like, I'm doing intuitive eating and you think, well, they have the perfect body. They don't think they have the perfect body. Right, 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 right. Just perceptions, everything. It is. Um, and, you know, I kind of want to leave you with with this analogy because I, I really, really liked it. So think about your relationship with your body. Mm-hmm. Okay. Think about it in terms of a long-term relationship. So you're not all, you know, if you're, you're married or you've been dating someone for 10 years or a, yeah. l- a lot of years. Yeah. You get out of that honeymoon stage. That lust. Yeah. Like so, you're sexy every minute of the day. Yeah. I want you every second. Every minute. Like, like you, you get out of that. That doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't last. So sorry if you're in a brand new relationship for the first time. 
newsflash. It's going, it's, that's how it goes. Yeah. So think about that in terms of your body because you don't have to, to have this lust for your body all the time. It's just a matter of, you know, you're in this long-term relationship, so let's treat it with respect. Let's learn to accept the, the flaws that you mm-hmm. may not And like. the flaws might still annoy you, uh-huh. but that doesn't mean you hate yeah, your body. Right. Like your husband could annoy the shit out of you with some of the things they do, but you don't hate well, some of you might, but then you need to get divorced. But like, <laughs> if you're in an actual loving relationship, yeah. like you're like, well, I still love him, even though he annoys me with X, Y, and Z. Like yeah. your body, that's how it's going to go. There's going to be days where you're obsessed. There's going to be days where you're like, I just need a break from you. There's going to yeah. be days like that. Yeah. But yeah. that doesn't mean you, it, you're, you still love your body. You do. Yeah. And, and if you're really struggling, I would say one tip I have that's kind of superficial is go shopping. Yeah. Go buy new clothes because I know for me that was huge because I spent so much time after I had my daughter trying to to change my body to fit back in clothes and back in bathing suits that I was never, not that I didn't look good in, but it was things that I never felt confident in. Mm-hmm. And that you have to feel confident in the clothes that you're wearing. So give yourself permission to just go buy some things that really, really up your yes. excitement. But and- I also want to point out that, so I went shopping recently. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole nother podcast. This is, but I want to share the story, a little bit of the story, because it was very, um, it was great. It was like a win yes. for me. Yeah. So I went shopping and one of the stores that I really like, American Eagle, because I you know, just like their style. And I went in there and I love these shorts they had felt like, amazing. I was like, wow, these are soft. These are great. These would be perfect. I want to try these on. So I got the size that I thought I was and (laughs) they didn't even know they did not fit. They didn't even button slightly. Okay. And I will say in the past, I would have had a mental breakdown Mm -hmm. a thousand percent. I'm like, okay, I'll just get a bigger size. Like that was a huge win where I was like, okay, just need a bigger size. Got it. I got the next size up. No, didn't fit. Then went out there, got the next size up and they buttoned, but they looked not good. Like for my body type, I was like, no, like Mm -hmm. this is not flattering Mm -hmm. anything. It was the largest size they had Mm -hmm. available in those shorts. Mm -hmm. They, the largest size they had fit me. They looked stupid. Um, and I left the store not upset with myself. Yeah. I wasn't upset with my body. I was upset with the store. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, seriously? Yeah. Like, I can't fit in your shorts. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I have to cough. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I can't fit in your shorts. Right. Yeah. And I'm proud of you, though, because that is a huge win to, to shift the blame from something's wrong with my body. I need to diet. I need to overexercise. I need to change something about me. To shift the blame from that to something is really screwed up with the way that you're you're marketing and selling mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So I just now noted I'm not going to buy mm-hmm. shorts from American Eagle. I have a place, Madewell, which is another <laughs> store that actually has stuff that fits me and, and it fits really nice. So you just have to go into the shopping experience knowing that maybe some of the stores that you're trying to fit into or that maybe you have in the past. Mm-hmm might not go the way you thought it would don't get mad at yourself the store yeah 
it has its own issues and go find a store that does compliment your body. Because I promise you there's going to be a brand. There's going to be something that's yeah. going to work for you. Yeah. And some of you may absolutely only like American Eagle shorts. Yeah. I loved their pants and their shorts, but now it just doesn't work for my body type it's right now. It's just the way your body changed. And it so, doesn't. and for some of you, those might be the shorts that you love. They make you feel confident and go rock them. It's just, and made well, you may absolutely hate. You might. Yes. My mom did you. not like them. She tried them on and was like, I don't like how these fit on me. Yeah. And, and that's the beauty of it is that don't get mad at yourself. It's just, you've got to find a place that you like. Yeah. And if you really take a step back and think about it, like it doesn't make sense that you could walk into every store by the exact same size and all of it would just fit you. That's just not how they do No, this. but that's what diet culture wants you to believe. And that's what I always tried to do was mm -hmm. every store I needed to fit into yeah. something. Oh yeah. I always tried to do it too. So when you're, so go shopping number one and know that it could be a frustrating experience. Use it as an opportunity to grow and learn. Yes. You got to go into it coaching yourself. Co coach yourself through it. Reach coach out. Coach yourself and do you don't help? go with somebody who is critical of their own body. No. Please don't. Don't go and start trying on clothes with your best friend who hates themselves and is going to rip themselves to pieces. No. D don't go no. with them. And I'll tell you what, if you have no one to go with, go by yourself and send us some messages on Instagram. Yes. You can always send us pictures, videos, voice memos, whatever. And we will get back to you because you need someone in your corner that gets it. Yes. A thousand percent. Well, if you have any comments or questions about this topic, you can email us at get.fit.and.social.gmail.com or reach out to us on Instagram at fit.and.social. All right. Till next time.